Welcome to Season 3 of Dreams and Bones, the podcast designed to help us all learn more about practicing the art of creative living. This podcast is part of Grow Me a Story, our website dedicated to the idea that everyone is creative, and inch by inch, row by row, we want to help you grow the creative dreams and bones in your life through conversation with other creatives. My name is Paul Roberts. And I'm his wife, Carol. As your creativity cultivators, Paul and I will be bringing more special guests to you during the year of 2023 to talk with us about the deep joy and meaning that comes from practicing the art of creative living. For the month of February here in 2023, we have invited four different pastors and worship leaders to talk with us about their thoughts on exploring the spiritual side of creativity. Our third guest this month is our friend Ed Warren. Ed is the youth and worship pastor at the Worship Center in Smelterville. We invite you to sit back, relax, and enjoy our conversation with Ed about the Creator Connection here on your Dreams and Bones podcast. Well, welcome to Dreams and Bones, those of you that are listening with us today. A special welcome to our good friend, our guest today, Ed Warren. Ed, good to have you here. Hey, thanks, Paul. Carol? Well, throughout the month of February here in 2023, we have invited four different pastors and worship leaders to talk with us about their thoughts on exploring the spiritual side of creativity. So, on our Grow Me a Story website, in describing what we mean by the creator connection, we make this statement to anyone and everyone who would like to grow their creativity. We suggest be open to connecting with the creator God, the spiritual side of creativity. The creator of the universe wants to connect with you and birth a creation through you, but you need to stop and listen and let the work be created. So, Ed, as you listen to that statement, uh, what are your thoughts from uh, a personal, pastoral, theological perspective, anything like that? (laughs) Well, I love that um, because I think that God is uh, awesome. Just want to start out there. And I notice that when we are introduced to God in the Bible, the first thing that he does, the first thing that we see is creation, Mm -hmm. right? In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And then the next couple of chapters are devoted to God fashioning humanity and the earth and the universe and everything that resides in it. God introduces himself to us with creation. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's really important that we remember that. Um, One of the things that we do at our church, we really try to help people find what are the gifts that God has given them and then how can they use them. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's one of the things that people, sometimes people are like, well, I'm just not creative. That's just not me. And it's like, no, we just haven't found the place to plug you in yet. Mm-hmm. Right? We don't know what, what are your creative talents. People think that creativity is limited to the arts. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's like there are people that are incredibly creative that are chemists. Mm-hmm. And it's like they're doing creativity that is beyond yeah. the level that I'm capable <laughs> yeah. of. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and then we we have the traditional creatives. I think of, uh, you know, our, our media director and some of the stuff that he does building incredible videos that are, I mean, they're just announcement videos. Mm-hmm. But it's so cool watching him put these things together and the stuff that he does. It, and I'm like, mm-hmm. that is so far beyond me. Mm-hmm. And so I think that it's important that we we do listen to how God created us individually. 
because we were created with a purpose, mm-hmm. right? I, I'm a singer. I love to sing. I went to college for singing. That's one of the things I'm passionate about. And there are, and I do firmly believe that everyone can sing. It's all a matter of the mm-hmm. amount of time that you spend doing mm-hmm. it. But there are some people that really struggle. They're like, I can never sing. Yeah. And that's a talent and a gift that God gave me. And that's something that I use. But just because it's something that I use doesn't mean that's what everybody else needs to. Right. And so, you know, I really would encourage people, you have a gift. Mm-hmm. You have a talent. You may not be aware of what it is. So let's figure it out. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. That's part of the fun of life. Yeah. Yeah. And I found, too, even people do certain things all the time, but they don't look at it as creativity. Oh, you yeah. know, it's just something they do. And, oh, I just do. The, you know, I, my example is always, yeah, people who can... Like, take a car engine apart and put it back together. I could never do that. I mean, maybe I could if I watched a YouTube and did it, you know, step by yeah, step. Yeah. But, you know, there's people that it's like they're born to do, they can do that. And it's like, and there's creativity involved in oh something gosh, like that. Yes. But they don't think of it as creativity because it's like, well, I've always been able to do that. Why is that? Mm-hmm. Why is that creative? Even some of the people early on that we interviewed and they're like, well, I've never really thought of myself as creative. I mean, and these are people who do art all the time. They sing, they're into music, all this stuff. But I think because it's just been a part of their life, they don't think of it as creativity. And it was so interesting. It's like, really? <laughs> but yeah, and I think part of it, you know, as pastors, as friends, as it's, it's um, yeah, showing them that, wait a minute, this is a creative part of your life. And, oh, yeah. and just helping them realize that. It's in the everyday common things. There's so much creativity. I think about how many people cook oh, on a exactly. daily basis. Mm-hmm. And it's like, how many people take the time to be conscious in the creativity when it comes to cooking? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Or, or the, I, I look at my grandma's generation, mm-hmm. right? She had different house decorations mm-hmm. for every season. Mm-hmm. Right. And so she had these like reversible table runners. And so one, it was Thanksgiving and then you'd flip it over and it was Christmas, <laughs> yep, yep. you know, and uh, she had the curtains and the amount and she made them all. She right. sewed them. Right. Yeah. And to her, Oh, I'm not creative. I, I could never do any of that. Oh, I know. And it's like, but you made this beautiful home, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. you were so creative. Yeah, it's like that's that level of decoration is beyond oh, yeah. me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, well, and just the whole even hospitality aspect of it oh of my God. making yeah. and yes. creating this warm atmosphere for people to come into yes. and have a meal, and mm-hmm. I mean, all that is such a creative endeavor oh. for people. Well, you kind of touched on um, your singing. Um, but do you have, is there any other creativity that shows up or manifests itself in your life, either as personally or as a pastor, but some of that could even merge together? Yeah. Um, so creativity in my life is, uh, my mother once gave me a phrase, uh, that I, I live by and that's blessed are the flexible for they shall not be bent out of shape. <laughs> and, uh, so I, I tend to find that creativity in my life is all over the place. Mm-hmm. One of the cool things about being a pastor is you never live the same day twice. Mm-hmm. Every day is new. There's always new challenges, new uh, struggles that we have to overcome, and new blessings that mm-hmm. we get to share. After this, I'm going to troubleshoot some sound issues. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I love is creative solutions, mm-hmm. creative problem solving. We can look up 30 different ways that this has been done. Okay, how is it going to work for us? Mm-hmm. And then in a more traditional sense, I mean, putting together worship sets, mm-hmm. uh, part of being a worship pastor is is doing the planning portion. And mm-hmm. so 
uh, just thinking, I, I spend a lot of time in prayer and going, okay, God, what is it that you want worshipped, essentially, mm-hmm. for this week? Mm-hmm. My personal philosophy is we try and keep our songs either to God or about God. Mm-hmm. And so then I try to thematically go, okay, so this week we're going to just spend time praising God. Mm-hmm. And so all of the songs are, are God, I love you, or they're praising a particular aspect, God, you are my redeemer. Right. You know. And then there are other times where we're songs where we're exhorting God. And mm-hmm. it's, you know, God, I'm really struggling this week, and um, you know, be with me, protect me. Sure. And so there's some creativity there. And then um, there's also in the team itself, Part of being a worship pastor is almost like being a band director mm-hmm. or a conductor. Sure. And so it's how do I best uh, use the voices that I have mm-hmm. and the instruments that I have with yeah. the specific songs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tell us a little bit about your worship team. How, how large? What, what roles are there? So uh, on a given Sunday, we have uh, about 10 people. And so we have uh, a lead guitar and uh, just a rhythm electric guitar, a bass guitar, a, an acoustic guitar. Uh, a keyboard player, like synth, mm-hmm. and then uh, between three and four vocalists. Mm-hmm. The one thing that we struggle with the most is a drummer. Uh, so we use something called multi-tracks. Uh, so it's a track-based system where people can uh, hear instruments that were recorded from a previous you know, event. Mm-hmm. And so as a, as a musician, we have a click track in our ears, and you know, we arrange the song so we know where we're going. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so then the drums that we use are a track, okay. generally speaking. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we're really blessed and we have a live drummer, yeah. but uh, more often than not, it's tracks. Mm-hmm. And so uh, that's where we're at when it comes to a worship team. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got a great group of people. They're all phenomenally talented. Mm-hmm. And it's been a really big blessing over the last few years to see our worship team grow. Mm-hmm. We have a pretty diverse team. Uh, so I'm 32 and I'm probably a good middle ground. We've got three mm-hmm. high school girls. Uh, one of them's a senior. One of them's a freshman. Mm-hmm. We have um, all the way up to our bass player. Uh, uh, he plays bass about half the time. I think he's in his late 60s, early mm-hmm. 70s. Mm-hmm. You know, and then we have everything in between. Right. And so guys, girls. We and... got you beat. Uh, uh, our bass player's uh, in his 80s. So. <laughs> well. That's right. <laughs> But we don't wow. quite have the uh, <laughs> the medium of what that would not be the average age. One of the things um, that makes worship different from other things is we're not performing. Mm-hmm. And that's that is the struggle of all worship leaders mm-hmm. and all pastors and all sure. and all is, worship team members. Yes, yeah. is it's not about me, it's about God. Mm-hmm. And so you know, we do some pretty upbeat stuff. We're a, we're a Pentecostal church. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, one of the songs that we were singing recently um, is called I Thank God. And I just love the chorus. So it's, uh, he picked me up, he turned me around, he placed my feet on the solid ground. And one of the things we've been working on is, you know, thinking about this from a kind of a creative side, is how do we as a worship team express worship through other things than just singing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, so, right. um, you know, there's there's a story about David dancing naked through the streets of Jerusalem. And, <laughs> and I don't think that's uh, quite where <laughs> we're not that Pentecostal. Okay? <laughs> but so what we do is, uh, you know, I, I, I talked with the girls this week and I said, all right, so what I want you to do is I want you to actually 
uh, kind of stomp your foot and then spin around in place. And they were like, well, why do you want, like, this isn't a performance. You always told us this isn't mm. a performance. Mm. And, and I said, you're absolutely right. It's not a performance. But people that are unfamiliar with the church are going to walk in here mm-hmm. and they're going to watch the worship team. And the most exciting thing that we do becomes the ceiling for them mm-hmm. on what is acceptable in worship. Mm-hmm. And so if we're standing in one place with frowns on our faces and singing beautifully, yeah. then people says, well, that's my ceiling. Yeah. I can stand in one place with a frown <laughs> on my face yeah. and sing beautifully. Yeah. And so we need to be free and open in our worship so that however somebody feels like they want to worship, mm-hmm. as long as it's biblical, mm-hmm. they're free to worship. Yeah. Right. Uh, and so it, it takes us as a worship team out of our comfort zones mm-hmm. because I, I'm not a dancer. Yeah. <laughs> that is not somewhere I'm creative. Yeah. Uh-huh. But uh, it is something that we still have to do. Sure. And it was, it was really cool to, to see the response from other people because they felt like they could freely do that. Like mm-hmm. there wasn't a restriction on that. Yeah. Which comes first, the songs that you select or the pastor's message? Do you and pastor coordinate in any way or? So, uh, very rarely. And it's usually when we say coordinate, it's Saturday night <laughs> at uh, uh, 10.30 at night and mm-hmm. I'll, get a, I'll get a phone call. From, and the worship set is already, is already set. done. <laughs> yeah, yes. yeah. People have practiced and yeah. I'll get hey, I need you to change the worship set. I need you to do this song or this song. And okay. it's like, oh, fine. <laughs> yeah. And we do, and yeah. it always works out. But that's one of the cool things is, no, we, uh, as a general rule, we don't collaborate. Mm-hmm. You know, this week, uh, our pastor, our senior pastor, um, was preaching on prayer and uh, comforting prayer. And it was really, it was a great message. And it was talking about, you know, prayer, uh, prayer bringing peace in our lives. Mm-hmm. And uh, the song that we ended with was is I Choose to Worship by uh, Rend Collective. And it fits so perfectly mm-hmm. with the way he ended. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't planned. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. I just love it when God does stuff like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. yeah, it was like, it wasn't planned by you. But... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 And, you know, yeah, I mean, you know, we've certainly had that experience, too, where it is. It's just pretty cool where... Yeah, yeah, most of the time, unless the pastor, you know, says, yeah. you know, boy, I really feel like we need to this song. Most of the time, it just goes with what it, what you're hearing, yeah. and yeah, it's. Are you starting or currently working on a creative project, but don't know what to do next? Do you need someone to talk to, someone who will give you feedback and tools to get your creativity back on track? This is what Gromia's story is all about. Paul and Carol Willem Roberts, your creativity cultivators, will help you start, continue, or complete creative projects, big or small. Visit www.gromiastory.com to learn how Paul and Carol can help. Now, back to Dreams and Bones. The olden days in the Pentecostal world, the the music was not planned out. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the song leader got it there and and said, "Let's sing this," and then let's sing this. Now let's sing this. Does anyone have a favorite? Uh, one of the things that I knew, I grew up discovering that my mom or my dad was going to be doing this was after the sermon. Then they'd close with the appropriate chorus, and, and it was always fun to go, oh, I see what you did there, Mom. You picked that one. And so <laughs> that sense of, yeah. of expectation of saying, 
what did mom pick this time? What did dad pick this time? And I think that led us uh, uh, as kids to be really listening for what are they hearing? What am I hearing? Would I have picked the same songs? And, and that's sort of uh, this, this next thought. What does it mean to you to learn to listen to the spiritual side of life? How do we do that? How do you do that? For me, I, I think that's one of the big things. So I plan out my worship sets quarterly. And so that's one of the things I struggle with is when you're planning that far in advance, yeah, you know, yeah. I'm planning out, you know, right now I'm planning July, mm. you know, and so, or June. And so I, I look at that and it's like, how do I still be responsive to the movement of the spirit yeah. three months in advance? Right. And so a lot of it is, uh, I spend a lot of time in prayer mm-hmm. um, and I am, I spend a lot of time, you know, in the word and it's all right, God, what is it that you are speaking to your church. Mm-hmm. And uh, so this is one of the things, uh, our senior pastor cast this vision, and I really caught it when, he, when, when I kind of came in and, and stepped into the role of worship pastor. Uh, he said, I want to do modern worship songs, mm-hmm. and I don't want to stop doing the old songs. So every week, we will always do at least one hymn mm-hmm. or um, you know, song from the 2005 pre, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So that... Mm-hmm. Uh, I think of I, I think there was a great uh, time in the '80s, '90s, and early 2000s of classic worship music mm-hmm. that will be to our children and grandchildren what hymns are to us. Right. Yeah, yeah. Right. And um, and so we uh, and and we have a large congregation of people from all different backgrounds, mm-hmm. and so we want them to feel comfortable in worship as well. So yeah. so we we do that, but it was I want to sing at least one new song every month. Because one of the things that we see is God routinely will speak to his people through worship. Mm -hmm. And if you look at worship as it comes out worldwide, it's not just an American phenomenon, that they tend to go through these seasons where it's it's all very similar. Not Mm -hmm. in its sound and uh, not in its wording, but in its content. Mm -hmm. Are we in a season of revival or are we in a season of repentance or are we in a season of and what is God speaking to the church through worship Mm -hmm. which is really the church speaking to God and it's such a unique thing and so that's where I do spend a lot of my time uh, also listening to what is going on in the world in worship Mm -hmm. and that's how I said a lot of of what we do is all right God what is it that you want to be to be said this week, to be mm-hmm. sung this week. So, do you believe everyone is called to be creative or meant to be creative? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And 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 sometimes I feel like I want to uh, I want to clarify that everyone, believer or not, Christian or yes. not, human beings are meant to be creative. Yes. So, from a Christian standpoint, we are created in the image of God. Right. Mm-hmm. It's the imago dei, and. God's first act was creation. Mm-hmm. And God gave us a job. Adam's first job was creating names mm-hmm. for all of the animals mm-hmm. that uh, you know were in the garden. And then to be the tender of the garden, which is a creative thing. Anybody that has yep. ever gardened yeah. will tell you mm-hmm. it is a creative job to be yeah. a gardener. And, uh, and we still see that today. Uh, I think that everybody needs purpose. Mm-hmm. One of the biggest struggles that we have in modern life is there is so much noise, Mm -hmm. that it's very difficult to find purpose, that singular thing that you enjoy. 
you know, growing up, I was really into video games. And to this day, I still love playing video games. I find I have less and less time for it. <laughs> and, and I think that there are so many things that distract from the things that we're truly passionate about. I feel bad that I can't play video games <laughs> because it was something that I really enjoyed. And I see other people doing it. And I'm like, oh, that just, that frustrates me. I, I'm struggling with this. But that's not where my passion and creativity is. Right. Playing video games is fun, but it doesn't recharge my batteries. Mm -hmm. And so no matter who you are, whether you're a believer or a non-believer, there is something that you do mm -hmm. that recharges your batteries. Mm -hmm. There is something that uh, you do that, that you were called to do, that you were born to do, that you do well. And the question is, are the distractions, are all of the noise of everything around us mm -hmm. preventing you from doing whatever it is that you were made to be creative in. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we had a, um, when I was, worked in the schools, there was a program that we did with kids, um, and we kind of did it when they were in middle school, and it was exactly that, trying to figure out what is it, what is that thing that makes your, when you talk about it, your face lights up. Yeah. And kind of the sad thing was, you know, even at that age, I mean, there were some kids, oh, I don't do anything. And mm -hmm. again, it was to that point of, Helping them figure out. So then we would go into, okay, um, can you take a car engine apart and put it back together? Do you ski? Do you do you hunt? There's creativity in hunting. I mean, the fact yeah. that you have to take your gun and clean it and take it apart and then put it back together and and find places that are good when the deer come. I mean, all that <laughs> oh stuff. My gosh. And they have no concept of that. Or, or, you know, riding bicycles, riding motorcycles. I mean, all that stuff. And it, and again, it was. It was just them almost figuring out, okay, what's, what is that, that that lights your face up when you talk about it? And, yeah. and for some, it was tough. It was like they just couldn't, they couldn't draw anything because I think they'd been, unfortunately, told you aren't good at anything and yeah. they believe it. Yeah. And so it is, it's part of that helping people. Yeah. Realize their worth mm -hmm. and realizing that, yes, you are created for a purpose. We have a youth, uh, that one of the funniest moments of being a youth pastor, you know, aside from being a worship pastor, I also deal with the, the youth and we have this kid that hunts and the thing he was super excited for was they figured out this new blend of urine. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> It's very annoying, yeah. you know, it's a, it's yeah. a hunting thing. Oh, right. But, you know, and they were like, oh, this is this is the stuff. Let me tell you, it's this blend of 37 different scents. And it's like, can you take that outside, please? Yes. <laughs> but good for you. But yeah, but good, good for, for you. That's good awesome. Creative. <laughs> yeah. And so, and so I, I do, I think that there is, there is something for everyone. And I, I think that's one of the things that we have to struggle with in the modern society is there are so many... Just little dopamine triggers. You know, mm -hmm. I, I look at right. um, TikTok and, and social yes. media yep. where it's easy to stop looking mm -hmm. because there's other ways to get that yeah. that, that dopamine hit. Mm -hmm. And it's like, put things aside. Put yeah. Find some silence. Right. It's always important to have time for meditation and time mm -hmm. for silence mm -hmm. in your life. And then just start to think, what do I want to do? Right. I read this really cool article. Um, I think it was yesterday. And it was the importance of boredom. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And how is how important is it that we have nothing to do so that we know what we're yes. looking forward to yeah. doing? Yeah. yeah. Well, I'll, I'll, I, I think we're 
getting close to the we end are, here. We are close <laughs> so to the I end. will leave you with this thought. And this is, this is my absolutely, uh, my favorite Bible story. And it has to deal with silence. And so uh, Elijah the prophet uh, was uh, fleeing his persecutors. And uh, he had wandered in the desert. And he went into a cave and slept. And uh, an angel came and said, why are you sleeping? It's time to get up. God's going to pass by. And so he walked out of the cave on the side of this mountain, and there was an earthquake. Uh, I mean, there was a windstorm yeah. that caused rock slides. Mm -hmm. There was fire falling from heaven. And after each event, the Bible says that God was not in any of those things. Mm -hmm. And after all of them was, uh, and, and the Hebrew word translates best to the sound of silence. Mm -hmm. And God was in the sound of silence. Mm -hmm. And, and that's one of my favorite things to remember that when I am struggling with a creative problem, mm -hmm. when I'm, I'm, uh, let me tell you, um, you know, I get, uh, in the sense that writers get writer's block. I get worship blocks. I'm <laughs> right. Sure yeah. right. Um, when, uh, I'm struggling with the things of life, mm -hmm. when I'm struggling or when I'm looking to refocus, the best thing you can do is just take a few minutes, it, it, go sit on the toilet mm -hmm. <laughs> and just be silent. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Wonderful. This has been so much fun. Let's take another half hour. <laughs> no, we don't. Have <laughs> Thank you for joining us for another year of conversations with people who live creative lives. Paul, what thoughts come to mind as you listen to Ed share with us this week? Well, you know, I, I thought I'm just enjoying the variety that we're getting. We've pe got people from our generation and pastors, a little bit younger in Dennis, uh, younger still, and a worship leader in Ed. And so just hearing the variety, but the similarities are just really fun in what people have to say about the Creator Connection. Mm -hmm. Well, as we bring this episode to a close, we would like to thank you for listening to this episode. Would you like to see what else we do at Grow Me A Story? Visit www.growmeastory.com. Sign up for our weekly newsletter, read our Fertile Ground blog posts, and find more ways to learn about living a creative life. Join us next Friday for another Dreams and Bones podcast. And don't forget to subscribe to Dreams and Bones on either Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Google Podcasts. Just search and subscribe to any of these apps on your phone and you will be notified each Friday when another episode of Dreams and Bones has been published.